in that movie and she gives a BJ to Richard Greer Gear. just a BJ my um, favorite part is when she like breaks out that like long thing of condoms and she's like bam what color you want or whatever it, it what was said? a surprisingly explicit sex scene mm-hmm. yeah for pretty woman 1990s seminal film and there was a lot of semen in it I was about to say <laughs> It's an apt choice of words. And Jason Alexander tries to have his way with her. Jason Alexander? Who's... Is that Greer? No, 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 that was his... George from Friends. That's right, it was his... Not Fraser, Jesus. It was his business partner. Seinfeld. Jerry Seinfeld. Oh, God. I'm dying. You are dying. Oh my goodness. That's a good movie. I remember seeing that movie for the first time and wanting to see it for a long time and my mom was like, no, you can't watch that movie. It's about prostitutes. And I was like, it's got Julia Roberts. She's wholesome. It's about sex workers, mom. Yeah. Cheese. Yeah. Anyways. And so, yeah, it wasn't until I like moved out of the house. I was like, I'm going to watch Pretty Woman. I had a friend make me watch it. It's a good movie. The best part is when she walks back into that one store and she's like, hey, yeah, you remember me? Remember, like, you told me to, like, leave your store? <gasps> Big mistake. Z-snap. Like, that was... That I was... don't think she Z-snaps. She didn't, but, like, she should have. I don't think Z-snap was a thing. It wasn't a thing yet. But, like, if we could, like, reverse historically engineer that film, it would don't think need, we need to, to include a Z-snap. Uh, have you heard the, about the original script behind it? Mm-mm. Apparently, it was, like... NC-17. Like, it was like a straight-up porn. And wow. uh, Julia Roberts was not a prostitute with a heart of gold. She was a foul-mouthed hooker. It was like, that was like, you know, the C word was dropped a lot in, in the original script. Oh, wow. By her. Wow. Yeah. Interesting. So they uh, they did a lot of reworking. Uh, I think it was uh, not like a semi-romantic comedy like it is. I think it was more of like a darker drama Ooh, interesting now it's like a love story for the ages because he got that dick so good yeah not really it's because he's rich as fuck yeah also that yep but guess what we're actually talking about something completely different today how not talking about pretty woman we're talking about stinky undies stinky smelly undies Smelly cat, smelly pussy. So, I have to ask you, have you ever stuck your nose in somebody else's underwear and took a nice long whiff? No. No? How about, like, an armpit? No. Or a foot? No. No? Mm -hmm. It's not a thing. I don't know. I have to say, there's something very much a turn-on about, like... I mean, yes, the and. nice sweaty no. smell of somebody that's like just gotten done with like a workout, and they're just like still glistening with a little bit of sweat. And you're like, okay, not only is that like visually appealing, but there's something great about that smell. Like, I know you had deodorant on, but you've obviously worked so hard. Like, I can smell your like genuine natural scent. As I as I heard uh, many many often times <laughs> when I was younger. Uh, 
Uh, gonna get a sniff. It's like a phrase that guys used to use. What does that mean? Uh, a vagina smell. Oh, oh, okay. Well, but like, how would you get that without like smelling some panties or something? I don't know, going down on her, fingering her, and smelling your finger afterwards. True, I've heard about that. I've heard about that. Smelling your dick. Oh, <gasps> smelling your dick with like all of her juices on it. Is that what you're saying? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Is that what you're saying? That, that at? was what I was saying. Okay. I was like, how do you smell your own dick? Like, you gotta like get your whole face. You gotta down be in flexible. There, I guess. <laughs> Much you gotta be like, flexible or have a long dick. There you go. There you go. Just you know, tuck it up underneath your chin and get a good smell. All right, that's that yes. makes sense. Um, anyways, uh, just like Sonic, you roll yourself into a ball. <laughs> <laughs> well, to be fair, my name's Dana, and to I. To be fair. To be fair. My name's Dana. My name's Dana. Okay. And I have thoughts on smells, because if you think about it, smell is a very powerful thing. Okay. And right. who the I'll hell are you? Uh. Uh, to be Chris, I'm fair. <laughs> oh, you're clever. You're clever. Um, I was thinking well, about, Well, smell like, is our, uh, uh, what's, uh, the most, the scent, the, the scent. I am dying. <laughs> <laughs> Your brain's tired. It is the, uh, sense most closely tied to memory, according to some people, I don't know how much, like, science there is to back that up. And that's one thing I didn't research was, like, oh, okay, how effective is scent at, you know, drawing forth feelings, emotions, memories, things like that. I didn't really get a chance to look into that aspect of it. But what I did look at was the way that sex can be triggered by smell. And particularly, specifically even, um, the, smell, the smell of sweat. Oh, so it's sweat. sweat. It's not just like mm-hmm. rank, dirty uh, undies. But that's part of it too. That's part of it too because, frankly, um, pheromones and like scent, and especially like your body's natural like cooling system, mm-hmm. releases like. How important are skid marks to this? Oh. Nope, that's scat. That's a different episode. I don't want to get into that. That is kind of a separate niche on FetLife. But in, specifically speaking about today, um, I was fascinated and I chose this topic myself because uh, I was watching Orange is the New Black. Are you familiar with that show? You're familiar with that show. Maybe you haven't seen it recently, but there was a point in time where the girls that were in the prison were like working like super hard to get super sweaty in their nasty underwear. And then they would sell their underwear to people who would buy it. Cause online, like that's a thing that mm-hmm. people can sell and it's actually legal. I looked it up to, um, it is legal Trying to, to sell. access alternative means of income. I mean, I'm a millennial. I always need a side hustle. But um, it was interesting that that's a thing that exists. I'll I'll sweat up some panties for you. (laughs) You'll sweat up some panties for me? (laughs) This Um, one smells like balls. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I just thought it was fascinating. And I was like, I wonder if this is really a thing. And then I looked it up and I did some research and I discovered um, our topic for today, which is um, hydrophrodesia. Idrophrodesia. I can't really. It's hard to say, but it's I D R O P H R O D I S I A. Idrophrodesia. 
um, which essentially is kind of like the the smelly fetish of sweat. Let's talk about that. Um, technically, it's it's defined as a sexual arousal associated with sweating. But in the kinky world of fetishes, it's also used to describe those who get turned on by the smell of sweat, in particular, in particular, sweaty genitals. It can be other stuff, too. Because they have but, a different smell. Yeah, exactly. So, like, if somebody's been working out or has been, you know, like, wearing jeans all day and it's hot outside, which is one of the examples I found, um, like, that's going to hold in a certain yeah, kind of scent. Yeah. What's, uh, what's it called? Uh, there's like a slang term. It's like gruel or something. That I don't know. I did not That's, come across that. Oh, it's like a slang term for like uh, pussy juice. Oh, okay. It's like drool. Yeah. Well, I'll talk about that too. I think so. I think because that it. definitely has a scent, right? Um, as do something like swamp balls. So, like swamp balls have a certain scent as well. That's, That's my favorite comic. Oh yeah. By Grant Morrison. Swamp, swamp balls. balls. <laughs> It's supposed to be Swamp Thing. It's a new DC show, too. To be fair, I thought I would try to find some, like, legit... Uh, okay, before I sh- before I use the word legit, a lot of the research I did comes from sources that I would not say are completely in the realm of validity. Um, a lot of these sources are from... Resources that I wouldn't consider super credible. And that's only because there's not been a whole lot of research done on this. But I did want to offer a few accounts that I found. How true they are, how accurate they are, is debatable. But I think that they're worth offering here as a point of discussion. So, um, can I give you an account of one particular person who's into this? Sure, I'll, I'll bleep out the number so other people don't get it. Bleep out the number. The account number. Oh. Oh, the account number. Well, I only have social security. Trying to make some money, Dana. (laughs) All right. This is from Jay. I'm so tired. I'm sorry. He's 25. He's a musician in Seattle, Washington. Now, Chris just Is he still 25? No. No. Is he eternally 25? No. No. At the time of this, it was. Okay. He says... I'll close my eyes. My first memory of the Mm -hmm. smell of pussy... Mm-hmm. is the first time my high school girlfriend was grinding against my thigh with nothing but panties on. Mm-hmm. The thing was, her panties were super thin and she got super wet. I didn't notice until I got home that night that there was white crust on the thigh of my jeans. When I smelled it, it smelled amazing. I don't even know what drove me to smell it, but once I had, I couldn't stop. It's tough to describe it because it smells so uniquely like what it is. It's a little like a fresh sweat after a woman's done exercising, but there's always more to it. I hid those jeans by the side of my bed and would smell them and masturbate every night for like a week straight until they lost its scent. So I thought that that was kind of interesting. Like that's that just the power of um, knowing what that scent is from and then the fact that it just is able to trigger this particular kind of arousal um, that is so... Um, I don't know, so powerful and, 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 and um, able to persuade, or not persuade, you need to bleep that, you need to remove this whole thing. <laughs> Mark. Why do we need to bleep um, that? Persuade what? Not, not, it's able to get people Entice. super turned on, 
like the smell of pussy juice or sweaty. Quim. Quim is the word? Yes, quim. Is that with a Q? Q-U-I-M. <gasps> Interesting. I'm going to have to make a note of that. Um, but yeah, no, the fact that something like that, like quim, like the smell can turn somebody on so much is amazing. What? Are you messing with me? I don't think quim is a positive term. Oh, is it not a positive term? <laughs> I have no idea. <laughs> well, that doesn't help. I don't know. Pussy juice doesn't <laughs> sound very scientific either. No, it sounds like pickle juice. Um, mm. Pussy juice, pickle juice. I don't know. Those same, things are not it's interchangeable. It's the same thing when you uh, stick a cucumber up there long enough. Uh, that's gross. Silicone's better. All right. Let I could see you. smelling that, and like you got some white crusty shit on your jeans, and you're like, "What the? What's this smelling going like, oh, on?" Ooh, it smells like that good. The good sex. Um, another person wrote in and said that when I first found out about the magic of a woman's scent, I was in my neighbor's apartment about twelve. Uh, when I was about twelve years old, she and I would hang out after school as we lived in the same building. But she was a lot older than me. The first time I was in front of her hamper alone, I noticed she had a pair of white cotton panties on the top of the hamper. I couldn't help myself. I knelt down and put my nose and mouth right up to it and inhaled deeply. I couldn't understand how she smelled so amazing. I understood instantly that this was sexually arousing. I felt so guilty afterwards, but I was also grateful that I had experienced her secret beauty. Which... I think it's creepier the way he described it than the actual act. Like, the act is, like... Okay, I can understand, like, young boy going through and doing that kind of thing because they're panties. yeah yeah but uh the way he describes it as her secret beauty yeah that's why okay this i think this goes back to my resources for this because these are accounts but at the very bottom of the page it says they are edited for clarity and like length <laughs> and i'm like hmm i'm not sure any person i know would describe the smell as like experiencing someone's beauty secret beauty so i don't know it's kind of weird um i have one more account i just have to get this one out because i thought this was really pretty interesting and hilarious and again i i kind of want to call bs on this account but i'll let you decide okay um you could be running outside for an hour and not shower and the natural scent is a turn on your lover is smelling you and not some artificial perfume my football coach always told me, if it smells like a fish, it's a dish. If it smells like cologne, leave it alone. I was with a girl who ran track. We would fool around after she had practice. She was extremely sweaty. I loved eating her out. The hair around her vagina held the scent, and it made me so horny. Isn't that ridiculous? That's like, not to believe about that. I don't know, but like the fact that a football coach told this person like if it smells like a fish it's a dish if it smells like cologne leave it alone like is that a thing is this like the trump brand of locker room talk there's our there's our political reference for today but i was just i don't know i feel like that's kind of a weird conversation to have i wouldn't call that trump brand of locker talk because trump (laughs) brand of locker talk is sexual assault yeah that you fair enough you've yes i yeah I was personally uh, never in uh, any sort of organized athletics in high school, but mm-hmm. I, I have heard instances of, uh, well, like my dad was uh, on the wrestling team. Yay. Yay. <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
but uh, my dad was on the wrestling team in uh, in high school, and like whenever they would have to go like on do sprints or whatever the fuck, uh, they would have extremely vulgar chants, especially for high school students that yeah. were taught to them by their coach. Gross. Why is that? Well, I'm glad. I'm glad. I'm coaches hoping... are eternal. Like they they never grew guidance up. Guidance counselors on never, sex and other yeah, stuff. Yeah, they never oh, grew okay. up, so they're just like. <laughs> I'm here to coach you boys. Part of me. And I'm one of you. Yeah, part of me hopes. Thing like, I like about high school girls. <laughs> I get older and they stay the same age. That's disgusting. Why did that why did I even have to say that? Um, yeah, I'm hoping that culture is changing, but we'll see. So my question is, after reading all of these accounts, after kind of like looking through the research I could find, it makes me wonder, like, is it the scent or the smell that turns people on? It's probably some, like, like, pheromone-type thing, too. Boom. Pheromones. The science of pheromones, or scented sex uh, hormones. The pseudoscience, because yeah. I'm pretty sure there's still debate on whether or not they exist in humans. Yes, exactly. It's been kind of, like, well, that's what I'm kind of saying here, is, like, um, the, it's it's all over the place. There are some research that say that humans can't detect them. Others saying that they don't exist, and other people saying that humans can, and at least some of the time, um, can detect pheromones. Um, it says women, and this is also once again not from a fantastic source, but it says women do appear to be sensitive to male pheromones, particularly around ovulation. Uh, the it, I just, I wish I had better resources for this. It says the Journal of Neuroscience reported a study. No, keep going. This get me hot. (laughs) (laughs) I will say that this information is from a um, low T clinic, low testosterone Uh clinic, where they're obviously trying to sell men on buying like testosterone supplements. So, of course, they're going to skew everything towards a thing that's like yes you need to buy this because it's going to make women attracted to you but if you have low t just capitalize and it becomes a little bigger (laughs) um anyways so it says here the journal of neuroscience reported a study where women smelled swabs of androstatinone which is a constituent of sweat and a placebo researchers measured the body temperature skin conductance pulse blood pressure respiratory function and cardiac rate of these women and those who took a whiff of androstatinone androstatinone i can't say that word there's lots of science words here uh, they d- apparently displayed more signs of sexual arousal, which was all measured by all this stuff. So, Do you know what's super sexually arousing? What? Describing sexual arousal scientifically. I know, right? What's what's her heart rate at? Oh, yeah. The quim is flooding her vagina. <laughs> <laughs> no! You can't use that word. Um, but- I, yeah, I, I don't know if it's a bad term or not. No. I think it sounds hilarious, so... I think it sounds like... Um, a queef and a quim. Like, I feel like that would be like... When the pussy quivers, it releases quim. <laughs> I don't know. Does everything that has to do with a vagina have to start with a Q? Cunt. A queef? A quim? <laughs> Sounds like a children's nursery rhyme. Like, the internet. <laughs> I don't know. The cunt queefs. <laughs> you gotta say it in your, like, announcer voice. <laughs> the cunt queefs. It's <laughs> my announcer voice. I don't know. You have like a narrator voice. In a world. 
Where Quim has been outlawed. <laughs> One woman. Oh my gosh. Has decided to take it back. Go to theaters this year to see Snail Girl. Because <laughs> she leaves uh, a snail trail behind. That's uh, funny. Because it, it's like snot. That's she's like Iceman, except she skates on Quim instead, <laughs> <laughs> instead of ice. Like Frozone? Yeah. That's oh Iceman. Frozone is copying Iceman. Yeah, yeah. I get time. it. I get it. I get it. I get it. All right. Back to the pheromones. That's so gross. She's just leaning forward and she's blue sheets to hell. If you want to send your fan art, <laughs> I'm going to have to pay somebody or hire somebody in our in our uh, PR department to do some art for us on that. Um, <laughs> I should say. Uh, not all male pheromones that have been researched by this, you know, somewhat uh, sketchy group um, have said that all, not all pheromones are the male pheromones are the same. For example, the pheromone androstenone isn't the same as androstenol. Uh, fresh man sweat produces a scent of androstenol, which is attractive to women. Um, but after 20 minutes or so, it gets oxidized, and all that remains is that nasty B.O. See, I've um, I've heard of a uh, dating service uh, that... have. Do you know what I'm going to talk about? No. Okay, it's not a joke, so stop oh, preparing to laugh. Oh, I thought, you were, I thought you were preparing for a joke. Okay. No. Uh, so, uh, a dating service, which uh, uh, essentially what their whole theory was is that uh, there is so much uh, physical attraction built around like pheromones and that kind of thing mm-hmm. and uh, that they claim that you know uh, couples who like last enjoy each other's scents mm-hmm. and so what they do is that they take freshly sweated clothing like seal it up you you like send it in seal it up and then like essentially pass it around so that everyone could smell it and then the people pick which ones they they like to smell the best and you get paired up like that that's really interesting because and then you tell them which disney princess you like most (laughs) it's called the mouse club or something i don't remember (laughs) oh my gosh that's really interesting that's true there was a guy i dated one time that, like, I really liked him, but I could not stand the smell of his skin. Like, there's something weird about his skin, and it just smelled unsettling. It was a smelly smell? No, smelly it wasn't. Smelly smell, it smells. I mean, it wasn't, smelly. like, whenever he was sweaty. It wasn't whenever he was, like, um, I don't know. It was just the smell of his skin was, like, super disgustingly Pungent. sweet. And I like I liked him, and he was a great person. But like hugging him and like having my face kind of up near his like actual skin, I was just like, oh, I can't stand the smell of you. It's weird. Smell. What's the new Adele song? <laughs> smell. It's weird. <laughs> can't, no, can't stand the smell of you. I can't stand the smell of you. Okay. Is that Adele? Um, no, no, that, that Hello. was... Hello. <laughs> From the other side. I don't, I've, never, I've never actually heard that song. I've only ever heard Hello from... Oh, 
I've only ever heard Hello Is It Me You're Looking For. And so anytime someone references that song, I think of Hello Is It Me You're Looking For. Oh my gosh. Well, I think the moral of the story here is fresh wet fresh fresh, wet, fresh sweat is good. Old sweat fresh. is bad. Fresh sweat is good. <laughs> Fresh sweat is good. Old hey, sweat is bad. Machine um, Captain. Okay. Twenty minutes before that shit oxidizes and it's just bo like you are a teenager Ish. again. You wait twenty minutes and that ship is sailed. <laughs> <laughs> um, there is a minor caveat to this. It's not so with many female pheromones um, or female. Sweaty garments the or sweatiness. The smell just never goes away. Um, those who have a predilection for sniffing panties often prefer them with any strong smell, old sweat and new sweat. Um, especially people that purchase some of these soiled, I don't want to say soiled, soiled is different, but sweaty undies. If you're purchasing sweaty undies online, they're probably not going to be within that 20 minute range of sweet sweat smell. Well, if you, like, have, like, sealed it up and kept it out of the oxygen, like, immediately. Like, vacuum pack it? Yeah. <laughs> I guess that's a possibility. You only, you only pop it open to just get the briefest mm-hmm. little sniff. Yeah. Like, like you got any more of that? You got, you got any yeah, more of that? Yeah, like, uh, <laughs> gotta use it like smelling salts. Yeah, there you go. There you go. <laughs> it's gonna be what they use on football players whenever they're gonna cuss. I'm, I'm suddenly having They flashbacks. want them to keep playing. It's like... Here, smell some pussy. <laughs> I'm suddenly remembering. Oh, I should have totally wrapped this up. That movie that I suggested for our other podcast, um, where it has the superhero that is. Oh, Spirited Away. No, he's only. Thought ever... that was weird for you to suggest. No, it this was only. Movie. He was only ever able to. Yeah, panty face man. Yeah, he would like borrow women's panties and put them over his head, and that's how he became a superhero. That would have been the perfect, like, example for this entire episode, and I can't believe I, mean, I didn't Especially even... since there is a lot tied up in Japanese culture with smelling dirty panties. Yeah! Yeah, that's one thing I didn't really get to find much about, but I know that it exists. Yeah, there, it's a huge industry. Like, you can go to dirty panty vending machines and just pop in a few yen. 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 Pop in, pop in a few hundred yen and... uh Pop out some panties. Interesting. And I imagine it's like in a Pokeball and you throw it and go. And then you just... Panty chew. (laughs) Panty chew, go. Oh, wow. That's interesting. So last week, Dana, I asked you if you'd like to get paid to listen to podcasts. And you did. I do. I love getting paid to listen to podcasts because I listen to them all the time, Chris. Well, if this sounds familiar, it's because it's the same as last week. If you want to get paid to listen to podcasts or possibly donate whatever they're paying you to listen to podcasts on PodCoin, the new podcasting app where you can get paid to listen to podcasts, our podcasts on there as well as every podcast that you do listen to, uh, go ahead and use the promo code KINKCAST, that is capital K-I-N-K, capital C-A-S-T, all one word, when you sign up or if you forgot to do it when you sign up. Do it right after you sign up. You can still do it. You can still redeem the offer code. 
And since you told me about that last week, I definitely checked it out. And I didn't know this, but KingCast is actually listed as a bonus podcast right now, which means you get extra points if you listen to our podcast. That is true. You do get extra points if you listen to KingCast. You also will get 300 bonus points if you use the promo code KINKCAST. That is capital K-I-N-K, capital C-A-S-T. No spaces. No spaces. And that's not the word no spaces. There's just no spaces between kink and cast. You should definitely check out PodCoin. Hey, there is so much more room for research on this topic. But, um, anyways, panty sniffers, there is a market for you. There are things you can purchase. And, ladies, and actually, it's very important what kind and shape and ethnicity and size and, like, diet... All, all of that actually plays into the different characteristics of the smelly sweat that you can find in different panties. So it's kind of interesting the way that you can actually find and shop for um, sweaty panties, sweaty underwear online. Um, and there's actually a pretty big market for guys' sweaty garments as well. Um, I did find some other research that shows that only um, about 70% of men and women can detect chemical signals um, that are kind of released through sweat and sex hormones. Um, only 30% smell nothing. In addition to this, the power of these pheromones may only work at about close range, about 18 inches or closer, depending on the uh, level of, of sweat mm-hmm. um, that's involved in that. So, um, with that said, you have to get really up there close. I kind of, whenever I was looking at some of the... Um, True accounts. I say true accounts. True and error, air quotes. Um, but true accounts, yeah, um, that I found earlier with the one person who basically stuck his entire face and mouth in the panties to get a good smell. Like, you really do have to get way in there. So you're going to be shoving this right up on your face. Breathe it in. Yeah, breathe it in. Shiny so and I'm, I'm moving away from Quim okay. since we find that disturbing. I'm going to use slut butter now. Slut butter. All right. Well, that's. Those are both definitely words. <laughs> uh, I've got butter. a few other ones we can use oh, instead. Oh gosh. That's that's interesting. Oh, there's um, some fun ones. If you want some more bunk science, I have some more of that as well. Um, compliments of this uh, Tea Nation testosterone um, company. Um, men's sweat smells different when they're aroused, and women can unconsciously tell the difference, according to another study from the Journal of Neuroscience. But can bears? Beats. Battlestar Galactica. No, because bears famously chase women who are uh, on their period. Really? I mean, I think so it's... So do a, sharks. I think it's an urban myth. I think it's an urban myth. But can bears get horny from, <laughs> from dudes' testosterone? Uh, testosterone. I don't know. Ask a bear. I, don't know I, I think I think I, I think I have my answer. I think there's quite a few bears that do get horny from men sweating. I don't think we have a bear focus group, but that should be a thing. There's, um, what? But I mean, there's there's a few gay bars in town we can check. <laughs> well, we're yes, looking for yes. a bear focus group. Um, I will say this particular study talking about um, aroused sweat versus not aroused sweat um, involved collecting the armpit sweat. 
that's different from groin sweat, um, collected the armpit sweat of men as they watched either erotic movies or non-erotic movies, and then having the women sniff the sweat while their brains were monitored with MRI. And here's the other weird one. Um, Do you think they would be able to consciously tell? No, probably not. But one probably no, I smell mean, better or not like, smell better. If- I wonder if you were to just pass them and just be like, okay, do you think this guy was horny or not? And, like, see if, like... Is he alive? Is the man alive? Then he's probably horny. No, but see... <laughs> see that if would it's, be my start. Like, see if it's like, oh, well, they they somehow nailed it. Like, they don't even know themselves why they think the man's horny. Mm-hmm. But they're just like, yeah, no, this dude seems horny. Mm. Bream cream. <laughs> Continue. No, stop. Oh, my gosh. I can't handle it. This is like the all the dysphemisms we know for, like, vagina all over again. Just don't use the word box butter or something like that. Like, that would have been a good one. I am gonna submit. Box. I'm going to submit that one to Urban <laughs> <No>. Thesaurus. <laughs> Urban Thesaurus. Jesus. Um, anyways, kind of, kind of interesting. Uh, could it be that the scent triggered primitive breeding instincts? Seems a possibility. Um, French dip, which I think is a misnomer because isn't that au jus? French dip is the name of the sandwich. But continue. Oh, no, not French dip. It should be called au jus. (laughs) Okay. Um, I was also able to find one other resource for this that's called the Smell Report, and it's operated by Cirque.org. So I think it's like the... I forget what CERC stands for, but basically it's a .org, so that means it has to be reliable, right? No, I don't know. CERC.org? Um, S-I-R-C.org. I'm pretty sure it's British. Like Cirque du Soleil? No. Nope, I think we S-I-R-C are, We just touched is, on the French dip. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. I don't think I so. I think they're French-Canadian, though, so that doesn't really count. The attractive powers of pheromones um, have often been exaggerated, so... Um, that's kind of kind of what I think we, we were just kind of looking at with something like that. Uh, not least by advertiser, advertisers trying to sell pheromone-based scents and sprays, which they claim will make men irresistible to women. Um, I've definitely seen these things for sale before. It's like, oh, these have so many pheromones, and if you just spray this on yourself, the women will come to you. Like Axe body spray commercials. Mm-hmm. Um, widely publicized research findings on female sensitivity to male pheromones have also led some men to believe that the odor of their natural sweat is highly attractive to women. Um, women are indeed highly sensitive to male pheromones, particularly around ovulation. But many popular assumptions about the effects of these pheromones are the result of misinterpretation and oversimplification of the research results, which... I completely agree with. I think just monitoring somebody's like blood pressure or, you know, skin temperature and things like that obviously may not be a direct response of smelling something. Um, mm, I don't know. But there, there is something to say for like, I mean, human body can detect a lot of things mm-hmm. outside of the five basic senses. Oh, that sure. we just don't have names for. Right. And I, I feel like I completely agree with you on that. But attributing it to one specific thing. Um, so a guy might be able to detect when uh, there's some goose grease going on down below. Oh, no. Oh, oh. I'm going to fall out of my chair, Chris. I've um, only got two more. 
Oh, good. That I find interesting. Do you want to go ahead and get those out of your system? Like, will you just, 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 just do it? Just get it out? Slimy and all? Mm, I'll surprise you with them. Oh, okay. All right. Saving them. Great. Fantastic. We still got 20 minutes left. <clears throat> so. Um, let's see. Um, 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 um. Twat water. Gosh. That was one of them. She's taking too long. I can't. I can't even handle that. Love liquor. Oh, I was going to uh, love liquor. Mm-hmm. Like liqueur? I like liquor. Liquor. Hmm, love liquor. That's interesting. That sounds like a brand of lube. I love to liquor. Um, I should say that uh, according to this smell report, androstenol, the same chemical that I mentioned earlier that's kind of like a hormone that's excreted in the sweat, um, has also been shown to be attractive to men as well as women. So even though a lot of this research that I kind of presented earlier um, was talking about its effects on women, it can also be a turn-on for many men as well. So, mm-hmm. um, And it's unfortunate there's not like more research on how this would affect like the queer community as well. Um, but I do know that a lot of um, the male sweaty products that were online, like used underwear and things like that, sweaty tank tops, um, were like geared toward and advertised to um, the queer community. So gay men in particular with with that. So I thought that was kind of interesting. I mean, gay men seem to love getting sweaty. (laughs) Not to to stereotype gay men. But apparently they're trying to get them in on this market of buying um, smelly, sweaty underwear and things too. Um, I actually read an account of a gentleman who was super attracted to his neighbor and had accidentally come across some of his sweaty underwear in the communal laundry room that was in their apartment complex or whatever and was tempted to offer, like, returned it to him, but, like, was tempted to, like, ask the person if he could, like, buy some of his underwear because he liked the smell so much got a good whiff of it before giving it back. So I thought that was kind of interesting. Um, other thoughts? There's some things that you probably shouldn't share. What? <laughs> I mean, that, that, that person. Oh, I know, right? <laughs> it never said, there was no follow-up either. It was like, it, he didn't ever post the response of the hot neighbor that he had a crush on. Like, Well, I would hope... Yeah. I would hope for one that if he did actually sniffed the neighbor's mm-hmm. underwear um, uh, that he didn't tell the neighbor. Yeah. No. Uh, he didn't say anything to him but he was he tempted prob- to ask and he was like is that weird that I'm asking for it? Also this was also in the uh, research I did for is it illegal to purchase somebody's Why would uh, that be illegal? soiled underwear. I don't know. I go I to mean- Goodwill all the time and just smell the panties. <laughs> oh you're so gross. Get out. Uh doesn't matter to the flavor to me. I like them all. All right, all right Chris, that's disgusting. You need to stop. All right. They don't sell used underwear at Goodwill. I know. I know they don't. But that's gross. Oh, and I have They a do note. at the Salvation Army. Gross. No, they don't. I don't do that. That must um, be super weird if I knew that. <laughs> a, a, a quick note 
in defense of colognes and perfumes. Um, a lot of people put on colognes and perfumes in the hopes that it will um, make them smell better and will hopefully attract um, whoever it is that they're wanting to attract. Um, but it would seem that some of that um, hope is kind of misguided. Um, let's see, sexy perfumes containing musk are much more likely to arouse the woman wearing them than any potential male partners. But by making a woman feel more sensual, the perfume may affect her behavior and thus indirectly, indirectly increase her attractiveness. The same goes with cologne. Um, if you know a man is trying to attract somebody by using a cologne that they find attractive and smells good, um, it may actually not have the effect on the person that they want, but it might make them feel better about themselves, and then their behavior is changed and they behave more attractive. You should, you should ask a friend of the opposite sex mm -hmm. to what cologne smells good, not pick one out for yourself, mm -hmm. unless you're trying to attract someone of the same sex. Mm -hmm. Yep. Also, uh, nectar, and then if you're you have a boyfriend that has a mustache. He has a nectar collector. A nectar collector. <laughs> That's only if he goes down on you, though. Shame. Well, if he doesn't go down on you, you shouldn't be dating him. <laughs> um, anyways, okay, one, one more note about odor in general. Um, any strong odor will have some kind of a stimulating effect, which will cause a general increase in blood flow to the extremities. Um, hence the reason we use something like smelling salts or um, other kinds of um, alertness aids that involve smelling something. Like cocaine. Uh-huh. Um, a very powerful odor such... <laughs> cocaine. <laughs> cocaine does. Cocaine. Uh, you don't no. smell cocaine. You don't smell cocaine. <laughs> you snort it. No, you smoke it. <laughs> I don't know. You snort it. You don't okay. smell it. Um, a very powerful odors such as smelling salts can revive someone even from a dead faint. If your partner is actually asleep or unconscious, this old-fashioned remedy may be more effective than the lavender or pumpkin pie mixture and probably no more offensive. So, um, there's all kinds of different smells that you can use, um, but sometimes it's nice to just work up a good sweat, let that turn somebody on, and then shower within 20 minutes and then do the dirty deed. Or even better, work up a, a nice clean sweat as you're actually doing the dirty, because that's just going to heighten the overall sensation and enjoyability. Um, <clears throat> okay. The wizard's potion. That's enough. That's enough. You're killing me now. All right. So on FetLife, I was actually able to find a whole bunch of different the groups. The cunt coction. Okay. That's oh, <laughs> that, was, last, that last one was a bit of a stretch. Yeah. I was actually able to find lots of different groups that are dedicated to um, smells, sweats, and sweaty or, or used items um, that are kind of a trigger maybe for th some of these things um, in terms of a kink or fetish sense. Um, the first one is just a general search on sweat. And there's actually a bunch of people that are like have listed in their bios on FetLife as being really turned on or aroused by sweat. Um, exactly 8,733 people. It's quite a bit, um, but they could also be there because 
they like the visual of seeing someone sweat because it is reminiscent of someone exerting effort to Mm -hmm. uh, uh, go to pound town. Yep, 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 yep. Um, There's also another group that's called licking, I'm sorry, another fetish that's called licking women's sweaty bare feet. Okay, well that's tasting. Yeah, but it's still sweaty. Guess how many people are in that group? Um, well, Quentin Tarantino. Uh, <laughs> who else is famously foot fetish? Uh, go back to episode one. Um, there are 739 people in that group. Uh, there's another one that's called Smelling Girls' Sweaty Socks and Feet. And that has 225 members. Um, there's also a fetish that is specifically dirty underwear lover- lovers. Well, there we go. That's that's very much related to this. Yeah. Um, 12. 217. Oh, not bad. Then there's also a fetish that's directly related to, and I quote, men's dirty underwear. There's your skid. Skid marks, maybe, possibly. But also probably sweaty. And there's a group of... Oh, oh there's that's 40, sexist. 43 people involved it's Women in don't get skid marks. Oh, yeah. No, they don't. Um, There's also a group that's called Foot Smelling or Stinky Feet. It has 1,467 members. Um, There's also Stinky Armpits with 75. There's also Stinky Sweaty Pussy Smothering with 41. And Sniffing Men's Underwear with a cool 78 people interested in that. There you go. Uh, we've got all kinds of stats. The only thing I don't have this week is products because really all you have to do is like turn on your safe search, <laughs> your your incognito mode and Google like men's dirty, dirty underwear, panties. dirty panties, stinky, sweaty tank tops. I don't know. Gruel was a word, by the way. It wasn't just one that I made up earlier. Oh, OK. So search for gruel, uh, quim, all the other ones that I said. And maybe you'll find it. Maybe you can find little vials of it. There you go. And then use that as perfume. I mean, there, there, uh, yeah. Just do a little dab on your wrist. Actually, you just probably go. do a little like vapor rub action, like put it like right, right below your nostrils, and you just sniff that all day. <clears throat> Horny as heck. All right. But well, then when you try to kiss a girl, she's like, "Wait, who have you been going down on?" And you wipe that off before that happens. It's gonna mm-hmm. linger. Oh, oh! It's got that staying power. Yeah. Better than some of the most expensive perfumes. Um, oh, also that reminds me, um, the FDI. I think that this is a super duper 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 safe. Um, barely even a one on the FDI scale, and that's mainly because you have to be a little bit careful with like shoving your face in somebody else's underwear. I think uh, on I mean, previous- you shouldn't be shoving your faces in someone's underwear who doesn't want you to do that oh i meant like if you buy it whether or not you're there aware yeah yeah but um as they're I've aware of their underwear <laughs> <laughs> as i've mentioned on a previous episode i have a deep fear of like pink eye germs are real because you've had it before yes it was you've awful. got dookie in your eye before that was that was a long long time ago um i'm very clean it's not my fault. I'm a, I'm a clean boy. I've already told that story. I'm not a dirty boy. I'm a clean boy. Good. Don't stick your face in other people's underwears. Unless you're just, like, blocking your eyes and your mouth and you just got your nose in there or something. I don't if know. If I'm trying to tear it off with my teeth, then how else? <laughs> 
Anyways, um, yeah, I think that this is a one. How about you, Chris? Yeah, I mean, this the, don't go chasing waterfalls. Uh, don't don't, uh, don't go around like trying to find dirty underwear that's been like left at in a laundry hamper or something like that. That's creepy. And if you get caught, you will rightfully probably be hit with something. For some reason, I'm just thinking of like Tom and Jerry cartoons. So either a frying pan or a rolling pin. Uh, but don't, uh, don't go on a panty raid. Isn't that what they're called? Panty raids? Yeah. Okay. If they ever existed. Yeah, if they ever existed at all. Okay, continue. Because I think back in the day it was probably bloomers. Mm. I bet those have a whole different scent entirely. I mean, the <laughs> bloom is in the title. Yeah, there you go. Um, They've got a lot of scent to them because they probably never got washed. There you go. There you go. So what would you say? A one? Yeah, one. Zero. Not applicable. I think this is definitely a one. Um, and to sum up, I think that this is something that, I mean, like, if you're into it and you have somebody that you're um, with and you like their smell, you like the smell of their skin, you like the smell of their sweat, and you have their permission and sticking your face in their underwear is kind of your thing, go for it. Um, doesn't really hurt anybody. It's a little strange, maybe, but, you know. Yeah, this whole world is strange. People are strange when you're a stranger. So there you go. I think that's that pretty much wraps up our um, episode on Idrofredesia. Yeah, go have fun. Buy some panties from a vending machine. <laughs> Put them on. I don't care. Put them on your head. <clears throat> no. Never bring that movie up. Um... I think it looked like an interesting movie. Too bad we never got to watch it on our BMDM. But I don't know what that is. Yeah. What is that word thing? What, what, is those, that? what are those four letters that you're saying? <laughs> I think it needs a revival. Anyways. Bowel movement? Um, no. Dick movement? B-movie deathmatch. Bowel movement destroying messengers. You're still on skid marks. What you're on there. All right. Um, I Pell think that pretty much destroying su- men. I think that pretty much wraps everything up. If you enjoyed this episode, or if you have suggestions or information regarding idro idrofadesia, if you like um, idrofadesia, if you're into it, let us know because we like some testimonials. Yeah, we're curious, and frankly, I would appreciate the more accurate and probably truthful research that would come from our listeners rather than what I was able to find. Because frankly, I'm usually a pretty good researcher. But the research on this and the facts on this are scant. Yeah, and no judgment if you have pulled panties out of someone's laundry hamper previously. Probably don't do it again, but we would still like to hear your testimony. Mm -hmm. And one thing I have heard from, like, um, a bunch of gynecologists and things like that, they say that for ladies or for people, people with vaginas. Just four? For people with vaginas, one thing that you should definitely do is know your own smell. And then if something smells off sometimes, you'll know that you need to go see your friendly gyno. So there you go. Get your, know your, know your scent. I need to hang out with more gynecologists. Sounds hot. <laughs> <laughs> um, very cool. All right. Every, well, you should definitely. Every so often take a sample of your quim and. <laughs> oh my gosh. Also Eve. En- no, not Eve Ensler. 
Who was it? Neon Genesis Evangelion. Uh, no, one Doctor of my Ruth. favorite writers. One of my favorite writers. Um, shit, ben Shapiro. I can't remember her name, but she was a big fan of like knowing your own self and knowing your own body. So it's always good. She was like, go ahead and just like stick your fingers up there and lick it. Know what it tastes like. Know what it smells like. So I don't know. I thought that was kind of interesting. Oh, Inga. Ladies are Inga. so much freer to do stuff with their body. <laughs> <laughs> uh, not in Georgia, but I'm not going to get Not in that. a lot of places, but yeah. you know yeah. what I mean. Inga. If the guy was to be like, oh yeah, I tasted my cum last night. Yeah. It'd be like, huh, hmm, that's weird. That's strange. Um, Inga Musio, M-U-S-C-I-O, actually wrote a book called Cunt. You should check it out. It's definitely required reading. You've only recommended it like, like every times. other episode. I know. It's so good. So fantastic. Anyways, um, I think that's our show. If you'd like to write in and uh, give us your thoughts and opinions and uh, suggestions for things, we'd love to hear it. Um, you can reach us at Kinkcast Podcast on Twitter. Um, also at Kinkcast Podcast on Facebook. Um, email can, us at kinkcastpodcast at gmail.com. Yeah, kinkcastpodcast at gmail.com. Or you can also find us now uh, streaming on Podcoin. Uh, definitely one of our favorite new sites to kind of feature our work and also um, support a lot of other people who are producing podcasts these days. But the most important single thing you can do if you ever want to support the show, because it helps, is those fucking iTunes reviews but seriously they are the most important thing Not, nothing else helps a podcast more than reviews on iTunes if you have five minutes I'm begging you I'm on my knees literally Dana tell them I'm on my knees don't embarrass yourself get up <laughs> write, write, us, write us a review give us five stars you can just say hi just say I like the show it takes less than five minutes. Just help us. Please. You sound so desperate, and it's not becoming. We're here to educate and have fun. Yeah. And if you want to leave us And get iTunes review, reviews, also. that's all I want. I want validation. Oh, he needs validation because he's a Gemini. And guess what? That's the topic of our next podcast. We'll see you next week. <laughs> <laughs>